Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the His and Her Rewatch podcast, where we watch movies that he likes and watch movies that she likes. I'm the His, Caleb, and with me, as always, my fabulous wife, the Her, Megan. Megan, welcome back. Thanks for having me, as always. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I wouldn't have anybody else do this with me. Yeah, you would. <laughs> Especially after this episode. <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I, uh, I am interested in seeing how this is going to go either way, because <laughs> it's going to be a fun one for multiple reasons. Uh-huh. It's going to be a good one. We have a, uh, a special guest that's coming on later on in the episode. We're going to see how this works. Um, hopefully it all works out right. And yeah. that he, uh, uh, a buddy, uh, I'm sure we've already um, by the time this comes out, we would have advertised for it, but we are, uh, my buddy Tim, um, that I was originally going to do a podcast with, which with his crazy life and, uh, children and about to have a, um, another child that it, uh, it's not good timing. So, but we talked about it in our first episode, but he's going to join us on the, ep- this, this episode, mm-hmm. uh, with, uh, <laughs> Because neither one of us, definitely not me, but I know you aren't either an expert on this topic. Yeah. Um, I don't know if he called himself an expert, no, but he's yeah, definitely he, more than you are. He's more familiar with the Mad Max franchise than I am. Right. Um, and we'll get into all that because usually our episodes uh, consist of at least one of us seeing the movie. And in this case, neither one of us had seen Mad Max Fury Road before. Right. Uh, not only that, neither one of us has seen any of the Mad Max yeah. uh, movies, the original uh, 1979 or the the two sequels in the in the 80s. But you know, I thought it was going to be fun and interesting, and uh, so here we are. Yeah, here we are. <laughs> <laughs> Megan's going to be rolling her eyes a lot on this one, guys. No, no, not rolling my eyes. Just no, confused. Just sit with. <laughs> Utter dismay, disdain, yeah. disdain, maybe. No, uh, but it's gonna be a fun one. So we're our second episode of the new year. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a puppy that's probably whining in the background. You could probably hear him <laughs> at times. No, he's a good boy. He is a good boy. Uh, no, he's gonna be a really good dog. He's pretty smart. He's very smart. Yeah. Yeah, having a puppy is uh, just like having a newborn or an infant. For sure. Yeah, it's like, but sped up really quickly. So <laughs> yeah. that's good. Hopefully he's not too much of a distraction for <laughs> us. Yeah, no, he's uh, he's a good dog and uh, he's probably going to go to sleep now in a second. He's been up for a while. <laughs> yeah, he had, a, he had a fun afternoon, fun evening, busy. So that's what we were hoping for. He yeah. usually sleeps a long time while we watch something on TV or he watch, he. We watched the movie last night, and he slept most of it. Yeah. So yeah. that was really no, He nice. likes to cuddle, so. He does like to Being cuddle. alone is not his strong suit. No, not yet. <laughs> but most puppies are that way, though. Yeah, it's true. I know Barry had a hard time when he was a puppy like mm-hmm. that, and they're so used to being with their brother and sisters. And, yeah. And now they're separated. So we'll get into we'll get into our, our stuff. Uh, I hope everyone is following us on our socials, our Facebook and Instagram. And I've actually done some TikTok videos now. Yes. So yeah, if you're not following us on TikTok, make sure you follow us there as well. Yeah. Same same username, right? It's just his yeah. and her rewatch. His yep. and her rewatch. Yep. yep, just like Instagram. Just spell yeah. it out. And uh, trying to do some fun stuff on there. If it's if it gets too uh, difficult, I, I I just 
I don't have a lot of time to spend on it, so I need ones that are quick and easy. Yeah. Uh, well, I think those are the most appealing, anyways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't yeah, want TikTok like, is uh, the different different it's, beast. It's the different beast. <laughs> yeah, and I try to I try to share some of those videos that I do post on TikTok, also on Reels on Instagram and Facebook. So if you're following, if you if you prefer those platforms, you're you'll see it there as well. So hopefully you get involved and in, or get um, be active on there for us and uh, respond to things, comment what you like, like and all that. So, absolutely, yeah. For you guys, this ep- this episode we watched Mad Max Fury Road. It's all here. Three thousand gallons of gasoline, just like you asked. My name is Max. A few vehicles in pursuit. We count three war parties. Yeah, well, I got unlucky. My world is reduced to a single instinct. Survive. Drive! exist in this wasteland hunted by scavengers what are you doing praying to who anyone that's listening Sitting on 2,000 horsepower of nitro boosted war machine. You want to get through this? You've done this before. Many times. Oh, what a day! What a lovely day! This so, was... wait, so first of all, I have yes. to ask. Okay. Why did you pick this movie? Okay. Because you said you hadn't seen it before. I hadn't seen it before. All right. Well, this I did. This is a newer movie. This, that's so. true. That's, that was part of it. Okay. I did want a newer movie. Uh, this movie this has... just came out of left field because we already had <laughs> talked about watching one movie. I was ready for that one. And then you said, you threw a curveball. You said, let's watch this movie. I'm like, what the heck is this? That's true. Had it's no, true. Had no preconceived ideas whatsoever. <laughs> Literally nothing. So, so I just turned it on and you had no idea what it was. No, okay. Nothing. No, I did. I, I on our last episode, I I talked about that we were going to do Die Hard with a Vengeance. Right. Um, I did. I do want to do that one. I just I, did, I wasn't feeling it. Um, I think I just picked something real quick just because it was because um, we needed. I needed to put something on there, and so I hadn't really thought about list, it. Or you just. You just pulled this out of. Well, I think it. you inspired me with with um, Silver Linings Playbook. Okay, this is it, not no, comparable. Just, <laughs> no, 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 not that part. No, the the part that uh, it was like a newer movie that I don't know. It was I was trying to think of something around those years. Uh, this kind of newer, and it was. I mean, Mad Max. That's kind of one of the movies I've heard that was really good. A lot of people liked it mm-hmm. and everything. Um, Tim, who's coming on the podcast, I know that was one of. His uh, favorite movies of recent recent movies, at least. Um, so why hadn't you seen it before now? Just probably for the same reasons. Not the top of your list. Well, 
Though there are several reasons. I'm not a big into uh, post-apocalyptic sti- uh, type of movies. Okay. So that part doesn't really appeal to me. Um, also, I didn't think this was a movie that you would be interested in watching. Okay, uh, but you've watched other movies without me before. I mean, it, maybe not as of late, but... Yeah. Yeah, I don't... I don't... I really don't sit and watch a lot of... Movie, I watch more TV shows without you, but not really movies. I guess that's Unless true, Unless you're yeah. out of town or something, I might find... If, if I think about it. But usually it's... Um, I just watch a couple episodes of a TV show. So, you know, Mad, Mad Max was one that's... You know, it's only eight years old. It came out in 2015 or nine years old now. It was just a, a lot of people like it. It got a lot of good reviews. It won a lot of re- awards. It's got good actors in it that I'm interested in. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, I just need to watch this movie. Yeah. And so I was just doing, I was just looking through movies, like okay. some popular movies, some well-received movies in the past recent years or whatever. And that one popped up and I was like, oh yeah, let's, I'm going to try that one. Okay. And so... Hey, it's our it's our podcast, and we can do what we want to, right? We, <laughs> we can make the rules. We make right? the rules as we go. So <laughs> even though I had never seen it, uh, I thought this movie this may be a movie that I like, and I know a lot of people do like it. Okay. So I was like, let's just do it. Why okay. not? Why All don't right. we just change the rules? Change it up. Okay. Change let's things. get crazy. Let's get crazy. All right. So, so that was that was kind of our whole thing. So I know you talked about that it won a bunch of awards. Uh huh. You want to. Go over that real quick, or what, what's on? What's next on your agenda? Yeah, yeah. so <laughs> we'll go through some of this. Uh, Mad Max Fury Road had a uh, budget of 154 to 181 million dollars, and I'm assuming that's because it went over budget. So original versus, um, I don't know, that's a big range there, 154 to 181 million. So who knows why that's changed? There's there's something in the industry that. How they calculate that? I don't know. But the box <laughs> office, it made three hundred and eighty million dollars. Nice. So it's a good, um, it's a good movie. It's a rated R, so that's that's I figure that's pretty good for a rated R movie. Yeah. And um, so it ranked twenty first that year in the box office. All right. So I always like to do this. Twenty fifteen. What are some of the movies that came oh, out? Man. What are some of the movies? Twenty fifteen. Twenty fifteen. This would have been the year Jet was born. Okay. Was this Trolls? No. Trolls? I don't think Trolls was it. No, that's not on the list. I don't uh, think when Trolls came out. I don't know. I never um, know. So big, big movie. We were movie. seeing a lot of movies this time. That's a big movie for <laughs> our family. in our lives. This is a big movie for <laughs> our family. Toy Story? That was my other guess. Uh, Toy Story. No. no. Oh. Frozen. <laughs> just going to no, keep. I don't know. Okay, this is stop, all I know is, is <laughs> children's me. movies. All right. It is a very, the number one movie was a very, is a very popular movie for Jet. Oh, Star Wars. Star Wars, The Force Awakens came out. Oh, that yeah. Year. So, changed his whole life. Yeah, that movie changed his life. When he was a year and a half years old, he watched he that movie on DVD. We were on vacation. He watched that movie on DVD and kept it rolling the yes, whole on all, repeat. On repeat, on all vacation. Forever. He watched that movie like three times at least a day yeah. on vacation. And he's been a Star Wars fanatic since. I know. I think it might have been, that might have been. Not a great parenting decision. <laughs> maybe, maybe a good parent. Maybe, maybe a good one. Maybe a good one because he definitely, definitely is a funny kid. Yeah, <laughs> as y'all heard in our in our Elf episode. I know, right? Uh, the top five movies were uh, Star Wars, Force Awakens, uh, Jurassic World, uh, Furious Seven, um, Avengers: Age of Ultron was number four, and Minions was number five. And this was actually a really good year because even after that, uh, Spectre, um, James Bond's movie, Spectre came out, In and Out, 
was a good Pixar movie. Um, uh, Hunger Games Mockingjay Part 2 came out that okay. year. So uh, Ant-Man. So yeah, I like that. That's a good year. There's a lot of good movies came out that year. And so Mad Max is Mad Max Fury Road. Um, just so you know, I just put it all in perspective for you because I say I, I tell you that it's a well-received movie and it's it's popular, but it's got an 8.1 rating on IMDb. It's got a 97% critic score and an 86% audience score on Rotten Tomatoes. I saw that. So that's really high. Yeah. It's really good uh, for this. That is really good. That is really good. Um, the nominations, uh, it's won, it won uh, six awards and was nominated for another four. Wow. For Oscars. It got nominated for Best Picture, Best Director, Best Cinematography, Best Visual Effects. And it won for Best Film Editing, Best Production Design, Best Costume Design, Best Makeup and Hairstyling, Best Sound Mixing, and Best Sound Editing. Okay. So. I can see all that. Yeah. And that actually won. That's the movie that won the most awards that year. Oh, wow. So. Thank Pretty impressive. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And we have uh, writer and director George Mill. Is it George Mill? Did I write? Oh, George Miller. Miller, yeah. yeah. I just totally didn't even type in his whole name. <laughs> <All right. laughs> so it's writer director yeah, George, George Miller. M- George Miller, right. Um, he was the original creator of Mad Max. Okay. From um, 1979, the first one came out that starred Mel Gibson. So um, are these movies? This is a movie. This is a series. So it had a. I didn't know if these were books, comic books, TV shows. I didn't know. These were, these were movies. It actually was in a, after Mad Max Fury Road, uh, Vertigo Comics created a series of comic books after that. So there was okay. a comic book I thought it was some kind of comic that. book or book or something. So yeah. I'm glad I was on the, uh, <laughs> the same page yeah. as that. But yeah, that, so it was interesting because the, um, and like we said, I am not a Mad Max um, I don't know a lot about it, so I've done a little bit of research and all this. I'm kind of hitting surface on a lot of this. But George Miller was the original. He's directed the three the three movies that came before this um, and then this movie. So in 1979, the first one, he got... Uh, it was a very low-budget movie. He really didn't like it too much because it was low-budget. He had a compromise on a lot of stuff. But then the second movie... He had a lot bigger budget, and he got to do, and I think those are a lot more popular, like the this, this second and third one installments, okay. which like uh, Mel Gibson was in all, all of those. But I thought it was funny because George Miller, he's actually, he wrote and directed Happy Feet. Okay. Yeah. And uh, he wrote and produced Babe, the 1995 movie, what? Babe. <laughs> okay. So he has a range. That's a, crazy. He's on both ends, and he won an Oscar for Best Animation Film for Happy Feet. Yeah, that's so right. It's pretty funny. I thought it was pretty that funny. That is funny. <laughs> uh, Tom Hardy, uh, he get, he plays Max in this. He actually went to Mel Gibson, had lunch with him to, for Mel Gibson to give his uh, approval for him to, his support. So Mel Gibson played Max. Mel Gibson played Max. Okay. Yes. Yeah, he played Max. So he wanted a little, He want, Tom Hardy wanted him to approve of him playing. But Mad Max Fury Road has actually been a movie that's was in development for a long time. This has been a, this was a, uh, a vision of of uh, Miller for for a long time, and I think back in the early two thousands, Mel Gibson was going to reprise his role in this, but 
it got shut down. They didn't ever did the movie. It took a lot of, they did a lot of, uh, it, it, they tried to develop this, develop this movie several times, but so it didn't work out until 2015. Then actually was able to come out. So, but Tom Hardy, uh, what do you, you know, Tom Hardy, right? Have you seen him? What, what do um, you know him from? I don't think do I you, know him. You, you and I, I'll go ahead, uh, and tell you, I, um, he was in Inception, um, but he also played Bane in Dark Knight Rises. Oh, okay. Yeah, he was in a, and he plays uh, Venom in the Venom franchise. Yeah, see, I haven't seen those either. Yeah, I have, I've seen. I mean, Tom Hardy's was... not very recognizable as Bane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't really look at him a little bit. And yeah. That. So, I, I mean, that's where I think I was mostly introduced to Tom Hardy was was in the Dark Knight Rises. At least he was got in my radar yeah. <laughs> more. I probably, I've, you know, I've seen him in Inception and things like that, but didn't pay attention to him as an, an actor until then. And now he's like a big name in the nerd community. Right. Yep. <laughs> Especially with this movie as well with Mad Max. Uh, Charlie Theron. Charlie Theron. Yeah. Yeah. That was the only um, one I knew in this movie that I knew exactly what her name was. Yeah. She's a very famous actress. <laughs> yes. Yeah, very famous actress. I love her. I mean, she's just very she's well a, known. She's a, like, she's just cool. Yeah. Like, she's she's she a cool, cool woman. I mean, she's tough. She, uh, she can play the, the pretty girl and she can play the tough, rough, and she's good fighting skills and mm-hmm. all that. She's done a lot of good stuff. She was, uh, she won an Oscar for uh, Best Actress in a Leading Role in Monster, a uh, 2003 film. Um, she had two other nominations, actually, for an Oscar. Uh, but I think I was introduced to her uh, uh, in 2003 with uh, The Italian Job. And um, that was, that's a good movie. We ought to do that movie. I haven't seen that movie in forever. Have I seen that movie? The Italian Job? I don't think so. I haven't seen that one. We might do that one. It's like a... Um, a heist movie. I'm trying to figure out what I saw her in. I can't remember what it was. And she's in Hancock. Oh, yes, that's exactly what it is. That's Hancock. Yes, I remember now. I was like, what is it that I saw her in? Yeah, she's in that one. And yes. then she was in Snow White and the Huntsman. Yes, I remember that too. Chris she was Hemsworth. the Wicked Queen, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, and Snow White. And then she's been in the last, uh, I guess it's the last three. She was in the Murder Mystery. I forgot about that. Murder Mystery. Murder Mystery one? with um, Jennifer Aniston. Oh, yeah. yeah, she was in that. She was oh, one of the I people on the boat. That. Yeah. That's funny. Uh, and she's in actually the last, I think it was the last three fast movies, like seven, eight, or maybe seven, eight, eight nine, ten. I don't know. I, I don't keep up with the fast fan tra- franchise since. Oh, since Fast and Furious. Fast and Furious, yeah. Yeah, she's in ones. a lot of movies that I don't particularly watch, like scary or heavy action movies yeah but um yeah no but i mean i still am aware of who she is yeah, she's, <laughs> she's been around a long time <laughs> uh another big actor in here is nicholas holt uh he plays nux or the war boy mm-hmm. in that uh, they get they get stuck with him um i like him i kept uh, trying to figure out who he was the whole time really this movie. i was like i know he looks familiar yeah yeah <laughs> And so, I mean, I, I was introduced to him mostly from, from when he plays uh, Beast in the X-Men First Class mm-hmm. series. Um, and then he played in that um, show on Hulu, The Great. Remember that, the Russian show? Yes, yes, yes. Okay, that was the other thing. I was, was trying to figure out who I knew him from. Yeah, yes. he was the king in that or whatever. So uh, I don't really know him up from much else. His name's been thrown around a lot with upcoming roles and and casting rumors and things like that. From yeah, he's a really stuff. good actor. I like him. And then you got the only one. The other one was the uh, the guy who plays Immort, 
uh, Immortan Joe, the main bad guy or main antagonist in this. His name mm-hmm. is Hugh Keys. Hugh Keys Burn. Uh, he passed away in 2020. But it, what what I thought was funny was he played the villain Toe Cutter in the original Mad Max in 1979. Okay. So he's one of the original bad guys from the movie. So he came back and, and played again. That was, I thought that was kind of cool. That's cool. Was there any other things you want to talk about? Any actors that you saw? I know. Um, well, I also remember right away Zoe Kravitz on here. Oh, yeah. She's, you know, Lenny Kravitz's daughter. Yeah. She's very recognizable face. <laughs> she is. She's very recognizable. And she actually plays Catwoman yes, in, in I the remember new her Batman in that. Yeah. series. Yeah. Yeah, the, some the the other one of the other recognizable ones of the the wives was uh, uh, Rosie was it Rosie uh, mm-hmm. Huntington Whitley? Yeah, you say your name, but yeah, she she was the one who played. We watched that recently with the boys um, or the, all the kids, I guess it was that she she plays in uh, the Transformers. Oh, Transformers, she did yes. the Transformers, yeah, she, the new Transformers, yeah, or not their new one. It was the third one of the franchise. Oh well, the newest to us. <laughs> yeah, it was the, it was the most recent one we watched. So right, those were all new to us. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Or, um, After the Megan Fox. Yeah, Megan Fox. You kind of replaced Megan yeah. Fox in that series. That's correct. All right, so I'm going to try and um, get Tim on the phone. I'm gonna go ahead and call Tim. We'll get into some of the some of the other stuff. So for those of people who don't know who Tim is, Tim is one of Caleb's longest friends. Yeah, we met him at our old church, right? Yeah, it was one. Uh, yeah, it was our old church. Um, I'm trying to remember what year it was, but well, before babies. <laughs> <laughs> no, we had Ella. Was Did we? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Maybe Ella was, think was before Reed then. Yeah, it was before Reed. I think Reed was. Uh, I think we were pregnant with Reed or something. Yeah. But anyways. We uh yeah, he me moved. And Tim, he had he got another or he he's from Michigan, so he just moved back home, right? I guess he had a different job out yeah, there. Yeah, he found a different job. Yeah. Um got a, met a wife up there, got married, he's having kids. Um so Tim's been a good nerd buddy of mine. We've hit it <laughs> off on a lot of stuff. Yeah, I y'all keep, talk quite often. I, yeah. I, I keep in t- contact him pretty well, so so we're All gonna, right, get him on the line, Caleb. We'll try to get him on the line. Oh, <laughs> uh, let's see. Timothy. Timothy what? What's happening? I guess. Oh, uh, it's the evening at home. Evening at home. Yeah, you got uh, a sick wife and kids to take care of. <laughs> yep, yep, the kid is down, the wife's upstairs, so I got a moment. <laughs> well, thanks for joining us on the podcast. Uh, Megan, she's she's setting up some, she's trying to Thank get me set up with me. this. Uh, say hey to Megan. What's up, Tim? So back on the podcast, we are... FaceTiming, and so I'm trying to get the audio correct. I'm going to so watch the oddities. I'm going to do, do a little test real quick, Tim. Talk a little bit. It's good to see you. We talk <laughs> on the phone a lot, usually when we're driving back from work. So it's good to actually see your face, because I think we mostly just talk on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. We do. We do. Uh, we were kind of trying to introduce you a little bit. Um, just I'm trying to remember what year we started becoming friends. And... Um, and so, the, I mean, I moved to South Carolina in yeah, uh, 2007. I moved there in 2007 in the fall, and I started going to Grace Fellowship mm-hmm. right away. Did you start going there, or did you start coming like a year or two later? It was, I think it might have been a – that was the year we got married, and it was probably about two years after that. Mm, three, because no, Ella was born, Ella so was it born. was – I don't know. It was probably – 2011, yeah, probably. It might have been three or four years. Yeah. Um, after that, that we we, uh, you already had a good friend group with the other guys, and I kind of come in there, um, yeah. with you guys. I know we hit it off pretty well because we have a lot of stuff in common. <laughs> yes, similar interests, similar likes. Yeah. 
Yeah, man, we keep up with a lot of that stuff. I remember watching at that time <laughs> all Phase One right before Avengers dropped. Oh and yes, yeah. we did. Yeah, that takes me back. It yeah. Was a marathon. Yes, like that takes me. Back. Yeah, we can do that again. <laughs> <laughs> for the for the listeners, we were talking about that um, we were nerding out and we had a, a watch party at our house before the first Avengers movie came out. And that was 2012. <laughs> so we watched all the uh, movies, oh yeah, all the movies, the MCU movies leading up to the Avengers. And then we went and watched, I don't know what, it was like the next day or something. We went and watched the movie at the theater. So. Yeah, I think it was probably like the next day or something. Yeah, but yeah we had the whole movie marathon to yeah. refresh <laughs> <laughs> oh good times good times you big nerds <laughs> okay i don't know how much you can hear megan but she calls us big nerds oh i didn't hear that all right we'll get into this movie so we're we've been talking a little bit about we introduced the movie mad max fury road this is you really like this movie correct i like a lot of things about it i think there's definitely some things I don't like, but it's it's one of my faves. It's one of your faves? Okay. Yeah. All right, so Megan, how do you feel about it? <laughs> okay, well, in all fairness, it wasn't terrible. It was just really, really weird. Oh, yeah. <laughs> really weird. <laughs> Especially when I didn't know anything going in on it. But, I mean, I can appreciate some good cinematography, good costuming, good makeup, good acting. Which it, it had all of that. A lot of action. <laughs> a lot of action. A lot of action. Top to bottom, full action. Like the whole movie was a car chase scene. That's the whole yeah. movie. <laughs> and that was the vision of... Okay, well accomplished. Of, uh, of the director. When they made uh, George Miller was to make it a list of car chase the whole time. Well, that's what so it was. That's what he did. I guess he accomplished it. Yeah. Yeah. Tim, what it's were you... It's a road th- trip movie. It's a road trip movie. That's road true. trip. <laughs> Road trip from hell. <laughs> yeah, road trip from hell is my good sense. Now you were telling we talked briefly because we did want to talk about the movie a little bit because of um, just so we're familiar with what we're going to be talking about, I guess. But you you talked. Um, what were you telling me about the uh, how how George Miller prepared for this movie? So, like in the filmmaking process, it was very heavily storyboarded, which uh-huh. is kind of like a comic book. But like you lay out pictures of what you're gonna do, and then you film it, and you shoot it. I'm not a filmmaker, but I love the stuff. Mm-hmm. But like they storyboarded it, so it, w- it would be very visual narrating, and they just spent a lot of time developing it. And oh, I didn't fact check this, but like I think one of the storyboarders even got like a writer's credit for it or something. Wow! Just as it was such a visual storytelling movie. Yeah, yeah, and this movie, and this movie has like such little dialogue and it's all action it's just i mean so that makes sense that you would have to storyboard this whole thing to figure out where you're going in this movie because there's not dialogue and stuff to tell you i mean i think i I looked it up Uh, tom hardy um where is it okay it says okay counting the opening voiceover and discounting his grunts that max has exactly 52 lines in this movie oh my gosh that just shows you the lack of dialogue in this. And it's funny because he's played, uh, Tom Hardy's played like Bane, who doesn't, he doesn't talk a lot. He's just all. I don't know, he has some pretty good lines. He probably had 
He probably had more as Bane, maybe. Yeah. Uh, Venom, like he, I, did he do the voice of Venom or? Uh, yeah, he did yeah, both voices. Yeah, I think. I don't know. That's a good question, but that's a lot of inner dialogue, and that movie's all. Maybe he's bad nuts. with memorizing, so they <laughs> don't give him very many lines. <laughs> don't give him many lines, maybe. <laughs> and was that way in the? Because because we talked about that, you know a little bit more about the original Mad Max movies. Is that is that similar to how the original Mad Max movies were? Did he have a lot of talking, or is it just because this one is is so just action, a lot more action and a lot more car chasing? And do you rec- do you remember any of that? I maybe the first one, which I kind of am the least familiar with, remember the least. But definitely in the second, third movies, like Mel Gibson was talking a lot more. Like it, it was very noticeable that this Mad Max just didn't speak as didn't, speak just didn't verbally communicate. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so Tom doesn't do a lot of verbal communication, but he does do a fair bit of nonverbal communication. And like they they say statistically like seventy percent of communication is nonverbal. So he's still communicating just not verbally and just not lying. <laughs> it's funny because he does that he did a lot in other movies, like as Venom, like he's such a he moves around a lot, like just a lot of facial expressions and and just the way he acts, he just acts a lot like that. Like that's just his. I guess that's his. That must be a lot more of his style of acting. Yeah, I really I liked him in this. He did a great job. What do you think, Megan? How was Tom Hardy? Uh, the the actors. I I agree. I thought he did um, a good job. Like you said, he didn't have a lot of dialogue, but his uh, nonverbals were definitely all there for sure. Who's your favorite? Who's your favorite actress Me? or actor? Yeah, who do oh, you like the most? Charlize Theron for sure. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hands down, <laughs> she killed oh, yeah. it. Yeah, you agree, Tim? <laughs> oh, yeah, she stole the show from Mad Max. Yeah, like, how do you do that in a movie called Mad Max and Furiosa? Right, Furiosa. <laughs> yeah. And I think this was like Charlie's Like she'd been around for a while, but I feel like this movie and Snow White came out close to the same time, mm-hmm. and it turned from like maybe like a D-lister oh. to like an A-list. Actress, yeah. uh, they really like launched her and put her, it, put her a lot further. Yeah, so she's been around a lot doing different things, but I mean, I remember her first, like we talked about a minute ago, that from the Italian job when she was in the Italian job. I think that was the first time I saw her. Um, Megan didn't remember that movie. You remember that movie, Tim? The Italian job, yeah. the, the crew, and Jason Statham was in it. That's and right, Mark, one of the Mark, Wal- Mark Wahlberg, that may be, yeah. I, know, I think we, I think we need to do that one for the podcast. That's Italian job. It. Italian job. That's a good <laughs> sure. one. That's a fun, light action comedy fun movie. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's more my speed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think she would like that. It's more of a heist movie. That's what I was saying. Um, now this is really a, a a post-apocalyptic movie, and which I I knew going into this, that's not my style of movie. I don't really. There's a lot of them like. Like I Am Legend. I mean, I kind of like that one. It's good, but I don't really like the. I just don't like it as post-apocalyptic style. Like, and especially vamp, like, or uh, what are they? Um, not vampire. Uh, like, uh, like World War Z is kind of that way. What am I? Zombies. Zombies. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. I'm yeah. not following. <laughs> Sorry. I'm just like a lot of the zombie movies are that way that are like post-apocalyptic and. I, I, that's not my my style, and so I knew that going into this. But um, well, I, really, I actually really like post-apocalyptic. Like I like, you know, I am Legend. You know, 
Hunger Games and yeah. kind of all that kind of stuff. But I guess I think my biggest flaw with this was I didn't know what to expect. And I think I was shocked <laughs> because <laughs> I had no idea okay. what you, it was. You didn't know what it was. You didn't know. She didn't know what a tra- she didn't sell a trailer, a picture no, of it. Nothing. I thought it was from a comic book. I got I got it with the shock <laughs> factor, guys. The so, shock. I think if I knew it was supposed to be apocalyptic, like I even asked Caleb, I'm like, are we on Earth? Are we in a different <laughs> planet? Are we aliens? What's going on? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I always think that Megan's more like uh, kind of similar what post-apocalyptic movie, like a, a dy- uh, they call it like a dystopian Yeah, movie. dystopian, yeah. And those are more like um, Hunger Games and Divergent, even like... Um, I guess the Matrix. Some of those are kind of the same, like Blade Runner, or, or others are kind of like, kind of blend together. They could go either way, but yeah. Um, I, I know you like those those movies, like Hunger Games and Divergent, and, and things. And you read some of those books, so yeah. Um, I actually like reading those kind of books too. I've read several this year, <laughs> so this past year. <laughs> yeah, where where you stand on all those, Tim? I mean, like I really like uh, what was the one that got mentioned? Um, I Am Legend. Yeah. I did like that, like, like post-apocalyptic, it's not a big draw, but I did like that movie, I Am Legend. Yeah. And I think in the movie, the, it was based off the book Omega Man, they were zombies, but I think in the book they were vampires. Oh, so okay. They, but, but yeah, I, I like that one just because it was just a really good story. But I'm either way, neither here nor there. If it's a good story, great. If not... Yeah, it has to be a good story. I'll watch it and enjoy it. Are you a zombie fan? Oh, I do. I like a good zombie movie. Like, I like World War Z and, like, um, what's the funny one? Oh, uh, with... Uh, the yeah. Rules. All the Rules. Emma, was it Emma Stone and... Um, Zombieland. Zombieland, yes, yes. Okay, that's Zombieland. what I was thinking, yeah. but I was like, is that what y'all are talking about? Yeah, was it, I was trying to remember a guy's name that's in it. Woody Harrelson, that's it. Woody Harrelson. Yeah, good zombie movie. There's not a lot of them, but if it's good, sure. If it's good, yeah. I just know I'm just not a zombie person at all. But Mad Max is pretty extreme on that spectrum, right? Like it's pretty extreme. I mean, you look at the costuming and the cars. I mean, you think about how they had to build all these hot rods and and cars, and everything is just unique. There's nothing like they created everything special for the movie. And um, what was interesting I saw is that you know this is an Australian movie. Is uh, made uh, from an Australian film company, and they made all the cars. They built all the cars and tested them, or whatever, how they're going to do it. And they had to ship them to South Africa, where they where they filmed the movie oh, wow. uh, in the desert out there. So in in Africa. So I thought that was that was wild. Which I guess that would probably cost a lot of money to do all yeah, that. Probably, probably, probably a large budget. portion of their budget. But even like even the, the the effects on this like I think there's tw- somewhere between like eighty and ninety percent of this movie is practical effects and like there's very little CGI. Um, there's like obviously a lot of the stunts and stuff take some stuff out. Charlize Theron's arm is obviously she actually has two arms, so they CGI'd her <laughs> <What>? arm off. <laughs> Crazy, I know. Spoiler. I totally <laughs> believed it. <laughs> so, committed. Yes, yeah, he committed. <laughs> Yes, very much. So I just, I mean, it's just insane. There's so many parts of here that just comical about it. That's hilarious. Like I kept laughing. Okay. 
I kept laughing every time they would show the war party coming, and then the guy in the front with the guitar <laughs> playing the guitar. It's my favorite, and favorite person. Drum- <laughs> favorite it person. He is- was like totally into it. So hilarious. I mean, he's like playing the same thing. And actually, this is like a real, the guy was like a real rock star, uh, a real musician. His name was uh, Sean Hape, I think. Sean Hape, he's a guitarist um, in Australia. And he said in an interview that the he really played it like that. And the, the guitar weighed 132 pounds. Holy cow. And it actually shoot flames. Like, there was real flames that shot out of the guitar. Oh, my God. And he, those were massive. And he controlled it with his pedal. With oh, my pedal. gosh. I was like, this is insanity. The whole thing. All yeah. the cars. Yeah, he was full of energy, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> and a Megan kept, I kept laughing. I laughed every time he came on screen. They would show him the next part. It was so funny. He was uh, my favorite, for sure. Who's <laughs> your favorite? Yeah, favorite, favorite. Should have won an award. <laughs> Best supporting guitarist. <laughs> yeah, best supporting guitarist, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, I totally agree. Like, the guitarist there, the, one of the most ridiculous parts of the movie. I, like, <laughs> I would laugh, and it would, like, take me out of the movie. It really did. It was so, it was just so over the top. It did. It was, the, and all the speakers, there were, like, I don't know how many speakers, and I'm not sure <laughs> yeah. all those were real. It was really being played, and it's, it's just crazy to think about the, the way it was done. That, well, when it crashed, they all like came falling down. It was crazy. <laughs> uh, I, just, I love that he used it. Uh, speaking of guitars, I love that he used it as a weapon at one point, too. <laughs> Mad Max. Yeah, when Mad Max was on there. I, I'm glad they, incorpor- they included and that. And then he gave it back to him. There <laughs> <laughs> so, you go. Mad Max gets on. They're fighting. And then... Mad Max either jumps off and the guy like he's like kind of blind or something and yeah. he just stops fighting Mad Max starts guitaring but then he starts rocking out harder <laughs> I'm like this is crazy it really is it's 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 just it's really comical at times about that it's so funny I love it what were uh, what were some of the standout moments for you Megan what were besides the guitars I hit that one that was that was an easy one I think I found an easy one um but, I think Best standout moment for me was definitely the sandstorm. Oh, yes. Like, I just thought that was so well done, and, like, I could not stop watching it. Like, I could have rewatched it over and over again, just, like, that one scene, just because, first of all, there was so much going on. Yeah. But, like... Visually, it was different, too. And it was just... it, It was beautiful. Like, it was crazy. Like, I mean, especially them, like, getting up to it and driving... About to drive into it. It was so massive. Like, you really felt the intensity yeah well just how big it was like you really felt that as like a viewer which i think is you know really good directing (laughs) supposed to do yeah what it's supposed to do and then like in the when they were in the sandstorm i just thought that was really cool just looked it looked really good yeah i thought the sandstorm was my was one of my favorite scenes too um like you said, it's different. Obviously, that was CGI'd. Yeah. <laughs> that was a CGI moment. The The whole sequence, the whole sequence with Max trying to not get, um, Nook, what's his name? Nooks, I think. The Trying not to blow them up. And it's just, it's oh, like yeah, insanity really cool. going on right then. Uh, it was, it was crazy. How about you, Tim? What do you think about the sandstorm? Oh, it was great. Like, I don't think I took a breath yeah. after the sandstorm was yeah. over. It was like, the first time I watched, I was like white knuckling until the sandstorm ended it was like the first time i could breathe yeah i I feel that yeah but yeah like it definitely had a crescendo with that sandstorm yeah and like you said that was probably the first moment we had to breathe in that movie because there's very few moments of action that you have a 
chance to breathe in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what the goal is, you know, right. this movie. There were there were very few pause moments, but after the sandstorm, which was like you said, the crescendo, that was like the peak of that moment of, of just, that was a good scene. And and, um, and then he wakes up in the sand. Like, it was like, I don't know how. How he uh, laid in there. How he laid in that. Oh, God, like, there's so much sand. <laughs> I know. This whole movie is just sand. <laughs> like, they, all the actors, like, Tom Hardy's probably still getting sand out of his yeah. crevices. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's so much sand. I, I, that would be annoying to film in, like, that much sand. Well, can you imagine all the sand in your equipment and everything, too? Oh, oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah, to protect the equipment yeah. and stuff. That's true. Yeah. That's probably hard to film, like you're talking about. That's true. I have that as one of my notes. A lot of, <laughs> lots of sand. Lots of sand. Just lots of sand. <laughs> the crazy cost. We can, I mean, we could go on. A while about the crazy costumes and the vehicles, but that truck, man. How about that truck? The the what was it? I don't know, what was it called? The truck. Uh, what do they refer to it as? The, the rig. The rig. Just the rig. The war machine. The war machine. Was it the war machine? What did they call? There was a name for it. Yeah, there was a name. I don't remember. The war rig. Huh? The war rig. The war yeah. rig. The war rig. Maybe that was it. But that was just uh, that was that was a good piece, I think, too. Was that all the vehicles? There's so many unique vehicles they made, like for that movie. Um, yeah, it took a lot of imagination because I loved how they yes. like they combined like the classic cars and like just jacked them up. Yes. That's what it looked like. Like just made them like all big. What do you call those uh, monster trucks? Monster trucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that monster truck that they used in that one um, scene was like uh, it was like a 30s style vehicle it was like a 1930s yeah, it style vehicle like a chevy or yeah. something and then but yeah there's so Had many a couple ones. Of dune buggies yeah <laughs> so many motorcycles and little uh okay I, I wish i remember the, the t- what type of car he was driving it was like an old corvette or something yeah mad max's vehicle but it, like i said it was so creative and so just and like the imagination like you're like okay imagine the craziest thing if you can build it we'll put it in the movie yeah pretty much <laughs> <laughs> What you got? What you got, Tim? Anything? Anything? So, the vehicle I think that just took it over the top for me was the pole vehicles. Oh yes. Were they like, guys on the poles? I'm like, what situation were they in? Where they're like, you know what we really need? We need like five vehicles that can swing it, you know, put pole back and forth, so we can grab people out. Like, how many times did that happen? Like, need need of them. Yeah. <laughs> so like that was the things I really don't like about the movie because like it's just so over the top out there it just makes no sense but it looks visually awesome yeah well that's what the creative part because i mean you think about this movie is two hours of of being on the road and trying to capture vehicles and stuff so i mean i guess you would have to get really creative on different ways and interesting ways to get on the vehicle or attack the vehicles and different things so just you know, put them on a pole and swing them over <laughs> yeah <laughs> I don't know who came up with that one. Hey, and visually it looks great. It looked great, Because you really had to zoom out to see a lot of action. And there's a lot of extra movement in the film. And it was successful. They they successfully captured several people and almost killed killed people. Yeah, Zoe Kravitz's uh, character, she got, got, that's what she got taken out on that one. It was interesting. It worked. It worked. Yeah. What, what were uh, what were some of the movement mo- things and different things uh, that took y'all out of the movie? Because I know Tim, you said there were things that you didn't like. Obviously, there's this the in- pure insanity of it, and uh, that Megan didn't <laughs> didn't like uh, for this. And Megan was trying to understand what she was actually watching at times, and probably didn't help that you had no idea what you were about to watch. <laughs> no, it did so, not. 
What, what were some, what were the things that you just just hated, Megan? Uh, me, um, I don't know. I think a lot of it was any any of the like the. I feel like there were some parts that were kind of well, I wouldn't say over sexualized, but there were some things that bothered me. Just like like the beginning with like the 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 women doing the, the nursing the and milk stuff, and the milk yeah. thing, the milk thing. And was I think too I much. mean I didn't take me out of it. I think it just bothered me. And then like the whole bad guy guy, he was kind of disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And then, oh man! <laughs> so what? the guy with the the gold nose, <laughs> he was the gold. Which one was it? It was the, one of the one of the bosses that Mad Max ended up in the car with at the end. But he had like this gold nose on his face. I don't know. Oh. He really grossed me out too. I don't oh, know why. Okay, yeah, yeah. I, I need the gross stuff. Like just, I just There's, yeah. There are some gross moments for sure. It uh, wasn't as gory. Like it could have been way worse. But I think it was the just the weirdness of like it's too weird. They we went over the line a little too much sometimes. Yeah, like the spray paint on the mouth was really bizarre, and that creeped me out. Yeah, it did. <laughs> and you're like, and I guess they're getting a, a a quick high before they whatever that is like um to, to Valhalla. Yeah, to try to go to Valhalla. And these guys are like, what do they call them? Half lives? I guess they don't live very long. Um, and they use. That was just crazy. That then they use like Mad Max as a blood bag. Yeah. And which is just insane. Like, well, just the I thought know. of some of that stuff. It's like some of the I agree. And then like the uh this movie was actually edited a PG thirteen movie and a rated R version. Oh. And they test screened both of them and it had better reception as an R movie. So they did the R movie. Yeah, but like you just kind of have to go all the way with this one. <laughs> I mean, if you're, if you're doing <laughs> if you're it, you're going to go like, there, just go all the way. Yeah. <laughs> what about Tim? You, you were nodding your head on a couple of those. Hang on a second. I totally, totally agree with Megan on everything. Like the, I called it the milk farm when they were harvesting milk. I'm like, that part was just really gross. And I definitely fast forward that. The milk farm, yeah. And the, the I think his name is the people eater, but the guy with no nose. Oh, yeah. Is, he was really gross. And it, yeah. Yeah. Which I think was the point. Yeah. <laughs> Just, she said that was the point. That was kind of probably the point to get the, the the shock factor, right? I guess. Yeah. He had holes in his shirt with piercings. Yes. Hitting those piercings. Yes, I remember that now. It, yes. It and he so touched like, them. It's like, take me out of the movie. It's gross. I'm like, <laughs> I I don't get it. It's weird. <laughs> yeah. It is. Yeah. It is. There are definitely. And the was that the? Uh, I guess it was like the second boss. He was like the, so. the other big guy that... The bullet farmer? Was that what... No, not no. The, the one with the... They had to help him back in the truck, the big fat guy. Uh, with the big... The big oh, the, the big stumpy legs? Yeah, the big stumpy oh. legs. Yeah. That's that what he's talking, talking about, about? Yeah. 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 Yeah, because he had weird tumors on his leg. Oh, yeah. that was so bad. <laughs> Megan's cringing now. <laughs> like Bond villains to the extreme. Yes. <laughs> These are like, oh yeah, give them ten deformities. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I guess it's like, I guess it's supposed to to represent the what could happen in a nuclear fallout type of world. That I mean, there's just the extreme moments of of um, you know, like tumors and and these these uh, half lives and the the other guy. Um, what's the uh, Overlord's name? Uh, what was his name? Something Joe. Um, but he had like he had to put like a protective like shield on that for it looked like it had some burns 
look like radiation burns or something. It was just gross and um, it's just just insanity. I just couldn't figure out why some of them had oxygen things and some of, and most of them didn't. Like I just couldn't figure out that part. Like oxygen what, things. Yeah, like like the main guy, his son, his big old son had one. The little guy who was like the one who looked into the uh-huh. the scopes and then. The guy with the gold nose and the lumpy yeah. feet. <laughs> that, oh, yeah. He had one too. So this was kind of weird. Like weird. Like it was mostly like the high people, I guess, who had the the nasal yeah. oxygen. I don't yeah. Know. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know if that was. It's probably never explained, and maybe there's a, a purpose, and maybe that was the. Oh, repre- I'm sure it was. To represent like, you know, <laughs> the status, up, the maybe, status yeah. of it, and you have better oxygen, better stuff to breathe, and but that's what it is. I was like going to do a drinking game of how many times we say weird in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> weird. This is weird. <laughs> Today's word of the day is weird. Were there any other, what are other things, Tim, that you stood out that to you that, what, what, cause you, you really like this movie and I'm assuming it's a lot to do with the, just the action of it all. What were other things that you liked in it? Um, or maybe you didn't like you talked about that but what, what are some of the things you really like um, I like that it's intense and it's non-stop like it just goes kind of like how Bond movies I think they all kind of do a cold opening and they just get right into the action and let the story catch up I'm a big fan of that so I like to just get in and go one of the things I don't like is it starts with a voiceover narration which is usually bad filmmaking mm. like go don't tell but he's just telling, but it actually, it, it kind of works to just set the stage and then they just run. Yeah. But what I did like is, yeah, like it's intense. I remember the first time I saw it, like I mentioned, I think I mentioned this already, but like it was like white knuckling the chair, hard to breathe until after the sandstorm scene. It was just like mm-hmm. an intense movie. I was just in re- engaged in the movie. So I really like that. It was intense and just go. <laughs> uh, and like at the heart of the film, it's good versus evil. And good people yeah. fight the bad people, and good people make right choices, and they do what's good for the group and what's good for others. So, like, because, like, and then just some examples of that is, like, Max decides to help Furiosa and Morton Joe's wives. Yeah, the wives, yeah. And then, like, Max decides to hand the, the rifle to Furiosa and then help her shoot, like, that last rifle shot when they're kind of, like, getting out of the swamp. And then... Like, they decide to go back, and then, like, that, like, helps everybody in that whole community. And then there's a couple other examples. Oh, if you notice, like, when they do get back to the building, it was actually the young children. It was, like, the really young, small war boys that hit the levers to let them down so that they could come up. And then it was the other people that were, like, getting, like, the elk farm people opened up the water to give water to everybody. So I really liked how good people made good choices to help people. So it was just really just good for, at the heart of the story. It is good versus evil and good wins at the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. Cause, uh, it's funny in the movie cause it, it's like, he doesn't, you don't know if Max is going to make those decisions, right? Like, cause you, you're hoping that he's going to make the decision. You, you think you're like, okay, he's, the movie is named after him. So he's got to do something good and heroic. Right. Like, and it took like, I don't know, a good, what, third of the movie probably before you see him make that first real decision um, uh, uh, to, you know, when he's met the girls, you know, the wives and Fabio, uh, uh, what's her name? Fabiosa. Um, Furiosa. Furiosa, yeah, Furiosa, Fabulosa. <laughs> it's not like a drink, Fabiosa. <laughs> it's like when you see 
him meet them for the first time, you're like, okay, just, just get together and work together and do good. Like, but it's not like right away. And it's really kind of like, they make it more of an intense, uh, intense moment. And so you're like, okay, this is like, he's in survival mode because that's what he talks about in the beginning of the movie. Like his whole purpose in living is survival. Like he's not, he's, it, it shows some flashbacks and he's obviously failed at something before, but he doesn't, he's not, he's just trying to survive and get away to do what, I guess doing what he was doing before. And we don't know what that was, but just surviving, you know, and that was his whole purpose in living was to survive. But then he found the purpose and he saw it. And so he had those, he was able to have those heroic moments with, and then after that, it was like, it was, it got really, it got even better. And um, after that, as soon as he took that mask off, right. Yeah. <laughs> and Tim, Tim sent me a, uh, uh, I didn't say this, Megan earlier, she, he sent me a, um, a picture of Tom Hardy wearing like, in movies, wearing like four different masks. Oh, facial like, masks. Yeah, yeah, he's wearing like this one. He's got, he plays Venom. Uh, when he plays Bane, he's wearing a mask the whole movie. And I was trying to remember what the other one was for. Like for Nolan movie where he's the pilot. Dunkirk. Dunkirk. Okay, yeah, he was in Dunkirk. He wore the uh, pilot mask. Oh, yeah. Time, so, yeah. Yeah, that's right. He was in Dunkirk. I forgot about that. That was really good. <laughs> The whole time. He was in a mess the whole time. That's right. Uh, that's funny. I, but yeah, I, I agree. I like that. It was it was character development. Even with all the action that's going on, you have character development between, mainly, mostly between um, Tom Hardy or uh, Max and Nux, the um, the war boy. You know, they have they have character development. So even with all that, there are actually good story and subplots that's going on. Like it is, like you said, it's a good good versus evil. If you like a good, good versus evil movie, there's no gray area. It's just it looks weird. Is there? <laughs> it's just weird. It is very weird. It is. The more we talk about it, I'm like, wow, this is a weird movie. <laughs> <laughs> Megan has made me very aware of how weird it is, and and actually watching it with her is like I am like consciously aware of it because i know that's how she's going to feel and what she's looking at at the same time she's like she's like oh my goodness oh there's the dog so we were talking a little bit about character arcs both max and nux the the war boy yeah so like max and from living for himself to doing what's only best for him and his character arc changed to doing what's better for other people and nux and like if you look at their names they're spelled very similar m-a-x and n-u-x they look very similar. They have very similar character arcs where he went from living for Morton Joe and doing something to help him to his character arc shifted to pretty much giving up his life to stop the cause of Morton Joe and to stop his son. And he gave his life to help the wives escape. So his character arc was pretty cool. He just went full circle. Yeah, he really did. I mean, he was insane. And, um, Nicholas Holt, like he killed it, man. Like he just, he just did a great job with that guy. I'm like, and then I'm like, like I don't, you know, I, I, he's not a good guy in the beginning. I'm like, I, I just didn't realize, I didn't know if he was going to last the whole movie like he did. You know, I'm like, he just was there the whole time. He just kept showing back up. <laughs> you think he's dead like four times? I know. In the I movie. was so confused. I'm like, I thought he died. Is that the same one? Because you know they all look the same. <laughs> so I couldn't tell if that was the same one or not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They keep throwing him off the rig, and he just keeps coming back. Yeah. <laughs> like I didn't think he'd survive the the sandstorm first time. Then he got thrown off the rig, and then yeah, it's crazy. 
Did we talk about your favorite scene, Tim? What, what was your favorite? I think we kind of we're kind of skipping around a little bit. It's actually the scene right after the sandstorm. Like Max and Nux are just laying in the sand, and I love it because like it's like my favorite thing about the film is the visual storytelling. Like they don't do much verbally; they just show, don't tell. Yeah. So like the scene starts. Max is kind of unconscious. He wakes up. He's chained to the guy, so he's got to get himself unchained. He takes like the short barreled shotgun to try and shoot Nux's arm off. The gun doesn't fire, and then the truck is stopped over in the distance. So he picks up Nux and starts running it. And then they don't have like some clumsy dialogue going, oh, we got to stop to clean out the filter. They don't say that. They just show Furiosa banging on the intake air filter and sand coming down. So they're, like, they're showing you the problem of she also's got a problem. She's got to get the war rig up and running. So that's his opportunity to go up there. And then he comes around the corner just pointing a gun at him. And then he's like holding the chain up. He doesn't say, hey, come unbolt me with the bolt cutters. He just holds and grunts and <laughs> communication. And like they just, there's like all these problems, but they're not really talking. They're just nonverbal communicating and they're showing problems and they're showing how they solve the problems. And it's just really good storytelling with very few words. So I think that scene, I really enjoyed that. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. I did like that scene when they met the the wives and stuff, uh, and how that whole the whole like we talked about how he gets involved with them. You know, like we talked about um, how he starts to you know let them come along. But like the fight scene there, and and I think that's probably one of the few fight scenes that didn't take place on a rig or yeah. in a car. But um, but yeah, it's next to the rig. And but yeah, I, I like that when he met when he met them and. And then he's having a fight, like, and he thinks, and that's what he said. Nux is thinking that Max is with him on that. And Max is like, I'll deal with you in a second. <laughs> and I was like, good thing he didn't shoot his arm off because he was alive. <laughs> <laughs> he could care less, though. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I, I did, did like that. And that, like I said, that was in the few moments they're actually fighting off the rig. That was good. I, I like that. Um, was there anything else that you wanted to, uh, do you have any other notes that you wanted to bring up? Any points that you wanted to... To get across before I let you go, I mean, this has been this has been fun. I've enjoyed talking with the three of us. Megan has enjoyed you being here because she has not had to talk much about this movie that I don't know anything about. So it's been great. I've learned a lot, though. <laughs> the one other, I guess, the one other thing I did like about the movie is like each of the wives had kind of like a moment to shine, or they just kind of did something really cool in yeah. the film. Yeah. Like yeah. The pregnant one. She like used Immortan's child to shield the whole team from Immortan shooting at them. And yeah, I really like that character. moment. Zoe's character was just kind of kick butt the whole time. She was like reloading ammo, helping them. She was just like all on board. Then I don't know all their names, but like the redhead one, she ex- expressed so much kind of compassion and caring to Nux, who was like just literally trying to capture, recapture them and take them back. And then, um, was and then like like the kind of crazy one with like the really blonde hair. Mm-hmm. She uh, she kind of picked up the mantle from that one old lady to be kind of the new Johnny Appleseed. Oh yeah, <laughs> planting seeds. And then the last one, I think, it was like the dark, long-haired, dark girl. She like wanted to go back earlier, but then like in the last scene, um, that- she called out to Joe's son to get him away from Furiosa. So she kind of tricked him 
to distract him so Furiosa could go and kind of go in for the kill. Yeah. And that was how, like, they weren't just like kind of hollow damsels in distress, but like they actually had character and they actually did something and they were good people. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and you were rooting for them the whole time. I mean, like you didn't know anything about them, but you you knew, you understood their situation, and so you you really did pull for them to get away from, you know that you know um, Furiosa was doing really good work in a crazy crazy world uh, <laughs> that we got drug into in this. But yeah, I agree. I like that. That's a good point. I, I I didn't think about how much I, each of them did have a a moment. Uh, I did really like that part, like you talked about, when she Joe had that beat on, was it Furiosa or uh, Max? And I can't remember who was sitting in the passenger seat at the time. But then she opens up the door and, you know, and, and shields them, which I thought was a, I did think that was a really, really good moment, good choice there. Yeah, and then, like, that, movie, that scene is so cool because, like, she doesn't fight Morton Jordan with her fist. She fights him. She outsmarts him. So she, like, fights him with her brain. Yeah. Just kind of like out smarts and like I love that scene. Yeah, because they're not gonna. She, he, all the girls knew that they were not gonna do. That he was. All of them were instructed not to do anything to the wives to hurt them whatsoever, and so they took advantage of that at different times, which was really yeah. neat. So yeah, well, cool yeah. man. Yeah, cool. What was the final thought? Worst character in the movie was the lady in the vault. Who could have shot in Morton Joe, but <laughs> I know that movie would have been like ten minutes long, man. And then like, yeah. like she waits till he grabs the the grabs it. Like movie over. <laughs> uh, <laughs> good point. That was a good point. That was could have been short movie. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, thanks, Tim, for coming on the podcast. This is going to be uh this is going to be a fun one to edit for sure because of all the background <laughs> things with the dogs running around and. Uh, or probably some of the audio, but really appreciate you coming on and, and giving a little insight on this movie. It's it's been a blast. Yep, thank you so much for having me. Uh, Long time listener, first time caller. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah, we do have a loyal one. One of our loyal listeners, yeah. Tim. <laughs> All right, Tim, we appreciate you. We appreciate you, buddy. Have a good night. Uh, go take care of your family, man. Bye, Tim. Have, have a good night. Good night, guys. <laughs> Bye. Well, that was Tim for you. I hope all that comes across very well. I'm going to do my best to edit all that. <laughs> yeah, he had some good points. Yeah, I did. I, I'm glad he we... liked my points. My points that I had. So they weren't empty points. <laughs> empty thoughts. <laughs> no, you, no, you have good points. You, you, thought, you saw the movie. Um, I know you, you do good finding stuff at the end of the day. You do find I good... do. See, that's what I told you. I do my best winging it. You know all the notes I have written down? I wrote Charlize Theron. And I wrote... Sand scene. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I don't like to tell you that because you you freak out on me. I know, I do. I'm like, are you prepared yet? Have you prepared yet? Because Caleb goes and he does like all these notes. and I, I mean, you've been preparing for like three days, I feel like. No, no. I have to prepared one day. Oh, just all day? <laughs> just all day. <laughs> well, it was a rainy, nasty Plus day. Plus you hadn't really... You weren't really familiar with the film because it was your first time watching it, too. Yeah, I didn't but, know anything about it. I mean, but one of us has got to be prepared, so we don't both have to be prepared. Yeah. And Tim was that, he he filled in a lot of blanks. Yeah. We appreciate that. So thanks, Tim. So ratings. Ratings. One out of five. What's your... That's one out of five, right? Yeah. Yeah, one out of five. What's your rating? Okay, so, this, so we talked about this because this is... This is um, 
my first time seeing it, mm-hmm. so I didn't want to. Uh, well, I could still rate it. Yeah, like, you can rate, rate it, but I think I mean I guess I could rate it too. Is a this is this is really hard because I think like this is just a weird, off the wall, not my type of movie. Um, the action was phenomenal. Uh, the the cinematography was phenomenal. Uh, even though all the the costumes, a lot of them freaked us out. <laughs> it was really weird at times. Um, it was top notch for sure. That's why it got an award. Some of the crazy stuff that I heard making this movie and what it took. I mean, it's just it's just crazy. This movie exists, and <laughs> it is true. Yeah, uh, and then I know it's so funny, and I just want to mention this because I I don't even know who the director was, but. This movie was uh, shown at, I think it was like South South by Southwest or whatever, that film. Oh, really? The okay. film thing, and, um, the film festival. And there was a director, and I can't remember his name. I didn't even write it down, because, but I just thought it was interesting thinking about it. But he, uh, he went up to him after he watched this. He went up to the director, um, and he was like, how did you film this movie? Like, <laughs> Where did you did come you, up with How this? did you film it? Like, he's like... You know, he's just impressed by how this movie was actually done and like to be able to do this, like in, I mean, everything's moving the whole time. It's just crazy. Yeah. Um, my rating wise, I think it's, it's not a movie I want to rewatch at least not anytime soon. If I, if I saw it on, I would watch it because it was something I was familiar with. Um, and I don't have to like pay attention a lot to it because I mean it's just you really don't have, like once you know the movie like you can just watch a lot of the action just like it's just whatever. Uh, I would probably give it a three and a half. Three and a half, half okay. yeah, close to a four, but it's just probably three. Higher and a half. than Clueless. <laughs> yeah, that's what you were. That's what you were waiting on. No, I don't remember. What did you give Clueless a two? I think. No, I that was remember. Pretty Woman. I don't remember. You were pretty. You were pretty hard on those in the beginning. Pretty Woman. I gave it. We both gave him like mid level because we were trying to make a baseline. I think we're both our first moves are two. Yeah, and a yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know, probably three and a half. I don't know. Okay. What about you? What so, about okay, you, so I'm going to give it a point for creativity. One point for creativity. A point for cinematography. Okay. So a we're point for acting. Oh. But I got to subtract a, po- a half a point for the weirdness. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll give it a two and a half. Two and a half. Hey. That it's like two and a half points more than I thought you were going to get it. <laughs> well, I can't give it a zero. I mean, it, I mean, it, just the cinematography alone is fantastic. Like you said, like if another director is coming to a director and asking them, "How in the heck did you film this?" Like, <laughs> it's you just got to think. It's impressing. Yeah. Multiple, like not just the audience, but critics and other directors. I mean, and, and plus, like filmmakers. so many people do like this film like like you said rotten tomatoes just alone like and i've read reviews and like everybody kept saying how fantastic it was and it's just not my kind of movie no, I didn't like expect completely that. like i like a good action movie but this was action on steroids <laughs> with like a little bit of shrooms like that's how that's my review <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like it was crazy town and but i mean it was like kind of like you passing a a, a wreck and you can't look away. You can't look away. You can't that's look true. away. And that's kind of how I felt like the whole time. Like I wanted to look away, but like my eyes kept being drawn to it. But, um, and I just like for the whole, most of the movie, I was so colossed and confused, yeah. but I did catch on. I think and, it, and like the whole plot, like, and that was one thing they did talk about. Like some of the reviews I read was that like they said the plot was a little 
you know, it, it was not a complex plot. Like, no. that alone was just, it was not. It was a bad guy, they're running away from him, then they defeated him. That's pretty much the whole movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that wasn't the point. I think the point no. of it was just the creativity, the, the action. it's like, how far can we push this envelope, yeah. is what I Wall to wall like. action. Yeah. And, and look insane. Yeah. And, I mean... I mean, if you're a motorhead, I mean, you've got to oh, love this sure. if, you're, if you're a motorhead and seeing, yeah. seeing all the different types of cars. I mean, it's definitely the, a guy's guy's yeah. film, um, but yeah, no, it's definitely, I would not rewatch this ever, and I kind of wish I did it. <laughs> I get it. Hey, but I still give it a two and a half, okay? I know, I was like, that's impressive. <laughs> I mean, you can't, you just can't not, like, like kind of like when you're talking about, um, you know, some of the Christmas, Christmas movies we, we walked, watched, you know, it's just, you got to give it credit. You can't just completely smash it because it's not your own type of movie. Yeah. You know, it's not, it's not a comedy. It's not a chick flick. I didn't feel butterflies. <laughs> I wasn't teary eyed, you know, but, um, and I did like the way it ended. Like it, it ended well. Like it ended a yeah, happy ending. W- Everyone, you know, the main characters lived. You know, they didn't just get away. Right. They're like, okay, now we're far away from it. It was kind of neat how it did come back and take over, and and all the people that were yeah. under those this this warlord uh, was um, was like free, basically. Free, yeah. So or it, taken it came to a good of. conclusion. If I felt like it, it resolved it. It didn't leave you hanging, which I hate. Um, and a little it ended, extra. Yeah, and it, and it, it ended nicely. with a little extra. Yeah, yeah. a little mm-hmm. Yeah. It ended like, you know, because it could have, especially the way it was going, it could have ended terribly. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I was expecting like, okay, this is already so weird. I bet everyone just like dies from like a meteor crash or something. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like, it was just so weird. Well, they found a nuclear bomb that didn't blow up and then they killed <laughs> right? everybody. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 That's very good. This was a um, good episode. I'm glad Tim got to come on. I with us. got to come on. He was ecstatic at, about coming on it because we talked about it this morning, um, and you were like, uh, "I was talking about Tim, how we, I knew he liked the movie," and she said, "We should have Tim on this podcast." Yeah. And I was said, uh, and I, I texted him. I said, "Vega said you should be on." He said, "Oh man, I would love to." And so he worked out that that he was able to jump on tonight and um he said he watched the movie at, in pieces on his phone all day i was wondering if he had yeah. watched it because it seemed like he did yeah because it was like kind of fresh on his yeah, mind he did that's but... what i told him because i talked to him on the phone not too long before we started the podcast and that's what he said i said man i wish you could have given you a little more advanced notice and he said he said i had been watching it in pieces on my phone throughout the day so so that was cool um i just it was it was a good uh it was a good episode. I, I know you were scared about this one <laughs> to get on here about this one. You were motiv- Not scared. I just you were motivated. What I was talk about. You were motivated for no. this one. No. I do have a uh, last. I have a text from Tim. He had one final thought. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he says, "Oh, one last point. The bolt cutters was the true hero of the movie. The bolt cutters freed the wives. The bolt cutters unchained Max, and the bolt cutters freed the war rig. Uh, cutters yeah, are the, <laughs> cutters are the unsung." <laughs> That's yeah, they kind of get passed on, to, <laughs> yeah. and it never got broken. <laughs> yeah, I know. They lasted the whole time. That's funny. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. A couple other points, but we won't get into it. I think we've passed a lot of that. Some, uh, as, it was a lot of interesting stuff that, uh, that I found about this movie that was fun to look up, just in a movie that is not as interesting to me as normal movies, other movies are, and other movies that you'll see us watch and review. So Yeah, definitely won't be going down this path. <laughs> I hope. 
he might be yeah. finding a new co-host. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I could like watch I said, these post-apocalyptic movies like you're not gonna find any zombie movies on my on my list uh there's very few i mean maybe like a a terminator or something but but not this um even even terminator isn't my cup of tea but i do respect it and like this movie but you know it's it's just it's funny it's all it's all personal preferences but hopefully we get to hopefully people like this let's talk about it there's a lot of people do like this movie so anyways have you did you get uh, a chance to look over the movies? Are you going to wait and so you weren't really sure about the next movie? <sighs> do you want to, do you want to, I mean, because I already messed up our whole waiting. T- <laughs> yeah, you changed the rules now. I changed the rules that you don't have to. And so if you want to preview, if you want to, uh, you can. What, what do you got? What do you think? Well, I don't know. I kind of have a couple. I really want to do one you hadn't seen before. And I think most of the ones on my list you've actually seen at least. A couple times, or at least once. Yeah. I don't know. It's probably been a long time since you've seen it. Um, and that was like Silver Linings Playbook. I'd seen it before, but yeah, uh, once. I really enjoyed it and glad we got to watch it. I was I was all about it. So Yeah. Um, I think... Okay, you got one. Okay. Okay, so it. I feel like the 1990s are like my favorite genre of there's, girl movies. Like there's, there's a lot so of many. There's a lot of movies, good girl movies. There's a lot of guy movies I really like from the 90s as well that I like to go back to. There's a lot of nostalgia for us from the 90s. Yes, yes. So I'm, and I know you've already seen this one, but I can't, I can't, I just can't do this podcast without doing it. It's kind of like the clueless thing. I just can't. This is one of the movies I've seen a hundred times. Like, I love this movie. Oh, I'm trying to think what it's going to be. I'm trying to think what it's going to be. Oh, no. You probably don't know that I love this movie, but okay. I did. I've watched this so many times. Really? Okay. Yes. So it's the 1999 movie. Oh, 99. There's two movies in this this uh, era or this, this year, year that I era. love. Okay. Um, they're both on my list. but So we're going to watch She's All That. <laughs> She's All That? She's all that with the famous Freddie Prince Jr., who a lot of people, for some reason, there was a rumor going around a couple years ago that he died. <laughs> I, think, I'm like, I think most celebrities what? have like a, a moment in their career. But this one career. was really big. Like, really? I saw it everywhere. I'm like, what? He's not dead. He's still working. Like, I was so confused. That's so funny. But, um, yeah, so this is the Freddie Prince Jr. movie, uh, one of his most popular movies, um... Yeah, she's all that. She's all that. It's been in a lot of spoofs. Oh yeah, oh definitely. <laughs> oh yes. Okay, I was trying to remember it for a yes, second. Yes, you know this movie. Oh yes. But I just this, love this movie. This is gonna be a fun one, y'all. Yeah. When I think of late nineties, I think of this movie. And another one. That we may not add to the list, but I don't know. We'll see. Just because I know we've watched it a million times. And then, like, times. right after that, because it was a big spoof that not another teen movie yeah. came out. So what's right the other movie in nineteen ninety nine that you think I'm thinking of? Uh uh, bring it on. No, nope. that bring it on. That was two thousand. Two thousand. I was close. close. Yeah, I was close. Um, I don't know. Ten things I hate about you. Ten things I hate about you. Yes. Okay. So and that one's probably that one. a lot higher than she's all that, but you've seen that a lot because I know that's I've your that sister's favorite yeah. movie. I think I've seen she's all that. I know I've seen not another teen movie probably. The spoof on that. <laughs> but I think I've seen the spoof on that more. At least there's some of those scenes from that. that yeah. Uh, that's funny. Okay. Yeah. All but right. That's going to be a fun episode. <laughs> I know you're not going to like it, and I know you're going to cringe the entire time, and I'm excited because you made me sit through this movie. <laughs> fair. Fair. That's so fair. <laughs> so you gave me weird. I'm giving you cringe. 
I know. How does oh, this is going to be interesting to see, see how this movie has aged? This yeah. probably has not aged well. It's probably one of those you movies. You think? I think it would. I think it'll. I think more people would probably sign on to it I later. I don't. There's a lot of parts that I probably I don't know. I don't remember. But I, there's there's those type of movies. These. These teen movies. Oh, you're talking about She's All That. Okay, I thought you were talking about Mad Max. I'm sorry. Oh, no, no. Off. I'm sorry. No, I'm talking, about, I'm talking about, yeah, I'm talking about. Oh, yeah, like Clueless. That was one of the ones I don't Some think. things just don't. Teen movies from like the tw- 80s and 90s, like some of that stuff has not aged well. No. And so also, I'll be curious how we find some of these moments. We'll have to like do a list of what didn't age well. Yeah. <laughs> I might have to. We might have to watch this with my daughter. I don't know. I might have to. might have to screen it first. This is one yeah. of the ones that I've wanted her to see. I was probably about her age when I watched it. Yeah. Yeah, 1999. Yeah, I was her age. I was in eighth grade. Okay. I, probably, I was probably like eighth or ninth grade. But anyways, we'll get into it in the next episode. Y'all have to stay tuned to listen. Stay tuned, folks. <laughs> it's going to be a fantastic one. <laughs> Glad you're so excited. I'm excited about no, the podcast. E- well. I'm, talking about, I'm excited about the podcast episode. I'm oh, not, okay. <laughs> not as much about the movie itself. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair. <laughs> All right, guys, we'll wrap it up. I hope you all enjoyed this one. We try to do things different, try to keep it fresh and fun. Yeah, let us know how you like it. Tell us how you like it. We'll bring on some more guests. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe we have to bring our sister on, too, because she's a loyal listener as well. Then and she'll uh, find a movie she likes. She'll probably do ten things I hate about yeah, you. Yeah, she probably would. She'd yeah. love that one. Yeah. But anyways, and we can actually have her in person. <laughs> yeah, that's true too. <laughs> she lives in our city. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So, all right, guys, thanks for listening. Make sure you're giving us our five star ratings, like and subscribe, all that jazz. Follow us on social media. Yeah. Um, on TikTok now. <laughs> TikTok now. Yeah. Great. Uh, all right, guys. Y'all see y'all next on the next episode. All right, bye, guys.